Hi Derek, this is Komal from Case Variety Consulting Firm. I'm trying to reach you regarding the job opportunity for technical trainer with one of our direct client. Also shared you the complete job description to your email. If you're interested or available in the job market, please give me a call at 310-862-4041. I repeat, 310-862-4041. Thank you. Have a pleasure. Big fun is nice having you on the show. Big fun is nice having you on the show. Over here in Amsterdam. Um, you just told me you're Puerto Rican. Big fun is nice having you on the show. Over here in Amsterdam. Um, you just told me you're Puerto Rican. Your roots are Puerto Rican. I want to know from you. First question is going to be how important um, is like the Puerto Rican community for the whole hip hop culture out in New York? Very important because um, any hip hop historian knows that we've been involved with hip hop since day one. Whether it was MC or breakdancing or graffiti or whatever, but uh, we never really was factors in the lyricist part too much. You know, we have Puerto Rican rappers, but never a Puerto Rican rapper that we like as the caliber of the top black rappers. So what we're trying to do here with me is, is, is start having that, you know, have Latino rappers that are at the level of the top black rappers. That way that you can stop saying that's a Latino rapper and that's, you know, and that's just a rapper. You know, we're, we're just MCs. Now, big pun reason why a lot of us foundational black Americans had a lot of respect for Big Pun, he wasn't saying, well, we created it. He's like, okay, I don't want to just be looked at as a Latino rapper. I just want to be looked at as a dope-ass rapper. You know what I'm saying? And he gave some shout-outs to black folk. He didn't run around and start talking about we ain't got no culture. The U.S. ain't got no culture. He ain't say none of that. No, he didn't. He didn't do none of that. You understand? He didn't do none of that. He shows some respect in the game. We gonna do some more straightening tonight. Out. There's definitely gonna be some more straightening. I wanna play some footage from our so-called people of color allies you know they're gentrifying the hell out of black folks out there in south central LA here goes more your uh, black, and, black and brown coalition These people are not here for our common good. They're here for their own good. Where I don't have any ill will towards anybody, I also want to look out for my race. I'm a black American. I've never used a hyphen. But I will refuse to turn my back on my race and see what's going on in South Central to my people and let these people come in here and just take over. I'm not going to sit back and watch it. And I think it's a terrible thing, a horrendous thing, for anybody to see this going on and say, well, he's a minority like me, so I won't speak up. I don't care where he comes from. The, the key to this whole thing is stop the denial, stop the, the alliances of, in other words, he's a minority like me, so I can't speak up against him. If this was white folks committing these 
lynchings to us in South Central, what's going on, there would be an outrage in this country. We have had firebombs thrown through windows. We have had people's cars burn in the driveway because they happened to move into the wrong communities. We had a lady who moved to East L.A., came to, to the state from the South, not knowing what East L.A. was. It was an all-Hispanic community. She wasn't there one day. We had another man who was burned out of his house in Torrance last year. We had five murders in Hawaiian Gardens just because the people were black. This would not be tolerated if this was white on black crime. But the fact that these people come here, and it's the numbers, sir, it's the numbers. They come here in the numbers, they build up the Hispanic community, and they get this, this sense of power against us. And there, there are race riots in the schools every day in Los Angeles. It never makes the media. The black kids are being run out of the schools every day and told to go back to Africa. It never makes the media. We are, we are having people who are being discriminated against on... Shout out to your black and brown coalition. Shout out to your black and brown coalition. Oh, oh, and, and, and I got a real good... I got a real good picture. Oh, Donald J with the toupee with Reverend Rat Al Sharpton. Oh, they look snuggled up, don't they? Donald's kind of leaning in like, this is my homie. Al Sharpton, shout out to Nori for apologizing a lot. What you apologizing for, nigga? You a hip-hop gangster. What you apologizing for? You ain't supposed to be apologizing. I thought hip-hop was about not apologizing. I thought it was about sticking it to the man. You understand? That's what I thought it was about. But see, we got to have... We got to have some more straightening going on. We, we need our... We need our reparations, see? Aileen King, I saw your children yesterday at the Okeechobee camp. Why didn't you put them in the nursery? I don't make enough to pay for it. How much does it cost to put them in? 85 cents. 85 cents. That's right. Aileen, what time did you come out the field this morning? 6 o'clock. What time would you get home? About 3.30, 4 o'clock. Six this morning to four o'clock this afternoon. That's right. Now listen, how much did you earn? Now, now look, that's in the South in the 1940s. All right. That's in the South in the 1940s. And his sister is working in the field. Okay. Now. This is in the last few years. Okay. And this is somebody in the last few years. And you would you would think, and listen to this. This is Mushmouth. Intertwined. Um, that they're endowed by their creator with certain inalienable rights. Hold on, wait a minute. They didn't sound much mouth back then. Guilty. He could not contain it any further because think about how long he and Wanda have been enduring all the innuendo 
all the allegations, all the character assassinations, long legs with dirty toenails. Just imagine all they went through. That when he heard that, Reverend Al, he could not contain himself because experience the are prosecutors. Now, does this, now look, now you got you got Al Sharpton in the background. Now listen to the sister here. Who sound who sounds who sounds sonically and phonically better? One dollar. That's right. One dollar. Is that because the beans were of poor quality? That's right. Has this happened before? That's right. Uh, how much will your food cost you today? About two dollars. Aileen, how old are you? Twenty-nine. How many children do you have? Fourteen. How old were you when you first started working in the fields? Eight. Now, you see the difference? And look at these Negroes. Okay, hold on. Reverend Al Sharpton addressing a crowd of pastors. Let's listen in. To you, but he's a child of God. And God promises to stand up. Oh, my goodness. He'd rise us up. And that's why we are in Brunswick today. Because we represent a God that... Yeah. Mush mouth Negroes, I tell you. I tell you. Hold on. We now we need our reference. Twenty one years in the field. That's right. She don't sound Aileen, like that, do, you... do she? Aileen King, I Yeah, she she don't sound like a mush mouth. Hold on, where where is this at? Yeah. Look at this nigga. Here 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 we Man go. Calling my... I literally have black men calling my radio show saying, well, we've got enough black women uh, in, in power. You know, uh, Katanji Brown Jackson mm -hmm. in the Supreme Court. Uh, we have Vice President. Uh, no, Katanji. Didn't she sign up against a bunch of I, black IT professionals uh, in that Northrop grooming or ordeal? Years ago, it was some big government contract for IT professionals and a lot of black folks in tech. She wouldn't allow the lawsuit to go through. No, don't mention her. Don't mention her. Don't, don't, don't mention her at all. No, 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 no. Hold on. Don't mention her at all. Harris. I don't know if I want to vote for uh, Stacey Abrams. Who would not be <laughs> proud of Stacey Abrams unless you are so insecure as a man? Why would, hold on, why would you be proud? Why, why would you be proud? Are, are you proud of this? You ain't proud of this, is you? Good evening to you. I'm Christine Johnson. And welcome. Obama probably never as he kicks off his national action. I think helping the government go after boxing promoter Don King and music executives. Now we learn he also went after mobsters, including the legendary Vincent the Chin Giganti, the so-called odd father who paraded around in his bathrobe and pajamas. Though he has ducked and dodged questions about whether he wore a wire for the feds, that wasn't possible today since a batch of government documents were made public. The conversations were recorded. And there's also the issue of how he became an informant. Some say he was pressured into it after he was caught in a drug Excuses. Sting. This HBO undercover sting video that aired in 2002 shows Sharpton with a cowboy hat pulled down over his bouffant hairdo. Sharpton appears to nod when an agent offers him a cut from future drug sales. 
But now Sharpton claims he went to the feds for protection from threats from mob-connected music executives and was asked to rat out. See, he went to the feds because he was a coward. He didn't want to do his time and do his crime. All them old civil rights retreads, all them old niggas always tell me, oh, well, you need to do your time if you do your crime. Okay, why didn't he do his time? Out the bad guys. They were threatening to kill me. And while the feds say his information helped bring down guys like Giganti, Sharpton says he didn't know how his information was being used. I have never met any of these guys. The guy with the pajamas, I don't walk around with guys that walk outside. But I don't, I never met these guys. Well, Sharpton says he's not embarrassed by anything that he did. What he is embarrassed about, he says, is how, quote, fat he used to be now that he has reinvented himself as a skinny. Really? Really? Oh, yeah, yeah. We, You know, oh, hold on. L let's talk about something before we go on. We're going to get back to you, Al. There's a certain piece of garbage I want to shout out. Let's shout out to this A 26-year-old man accused of killing his girlfriend's 17-month-old daughter this week made his first appearance in court today. Our Barrett Leon was in Ramsey County Court this morning and joins us with the latest. Barrett. Shayla, Terrence Leslie is charged with second-degree murder, and today Ramsey County Judge Adam Yane set his bail at $2 million. Now to recap, Maplewood police found the toddler in an apartment Tuesday night with severe burns. She died that night, but according to an autopsy, her cause of death was from multiple instances of trauma. Authorities believe Leslie abused the little girl and his girlfriend. They also believe he videotaped the abuse. Leslie does not, Leslie does rather have a criminal history, and that's his former mugshot from a previous arrest in Hennepin County. But if he's convicted of this crime, he could face up to 40 years in prison. His next court appearance is December 1st. Our Barrett Leon reporting. Thank you so much, Barrett. Here's, you know how I feel about the megalomaniacal, masochistic mainstream medium, but here's the thing, all right? Damn, oh damn, Google Chrome went down. Restore, nigga, restore. Chrome didn't shut down correctly. Damn it, man. Yeah. No, we gonna get a 26 year old man accused of killing his girlfriend's 17 month old daughter we get, this week. We're gonna get back on you, Reverend Rat Al. We ain't done. Hold on. No, we ain't done with Reverend Rat Al. But let me say something real controversial tonight. When niggas like that do shit to kids, why don't they just. Why don't the police shoot niggas like that? You know, they lynched Mr. Floyd on 38th of Chicago. Because he passed a $20 bill. And they say that the nigga was high. That's the reason why they killed him. Right? The defense says that it was fentanyl, right? Kanye said it was fentanyl, right? Okay. But they don't do nothing to niggas like this. Now, I'm hearing reports that the baby has scars that were already healed. So my suspicions is maybe he raped the child or something like that and tried to burn the baby. And why ain't the mama arrested? Why ain't the hood rat ass a mama arrested? Let's go deep into this. Let's go deep into this. I want to know her name too. No, we, we gon' they gonna get the smoke too. Beaten to death by mom's boyfriend. Boy, I tell you, niggas in St. Paul, Lord, 
St. Paul, I told y'all in my last couple podcasts before, domestic abuse, Ramsey County galore. So with these niggas in St. Paul, man. All right, so this nigga was living with her. He he don't look when I'm looking at the mugshot, it could be an old one. He look look like he don't give a damn, but I don't know. I think the last mugshot, I'm not sure. This might this might be an old one. 7.30 p.m. And if it was somebody else, then why ain't this nigga in jail? If he didn't do it, or if the mother didn't have anything to do with it, why ain't he in jail? Oh, yeah. Oh, hold on. We're going to get back to that in a little bit. Talking about we ain't got no culture. Busta Rhymes, nigga, we got culture. Now... It says Leslie claimed he was running hot water in a bathtub for the toddler, but left left a tent to his dog. Now, why is these women letting these niggas bathe their children? That wasn't his child. He then heard a splash, found the child in the tub, and her skin was peeling off as he dried her off. Okay, why was that bathtub so damn hot? However, officers saw the tub was dry and there's no tiles were even damp. Additionally, the hot water didn't seem hot enough to cause the ch- toddler's injuries. Now, at the hospital, a doctor told police that many of the bruises on the toddler's body were old. I was just talking to my grandmother about this earlier today when I was over south. A sign of ongoing abuse, which means that the mother, her hood rat, hood rat ass, probably with her horse hair, probably wasn't, was allowing this nigga to do this shit. Additionally, fresh bruises were found on her face, and doctors found blood behind her eardrum, indicating a brain injury. This is very serious, people. Castle Black folks in the Negro Night's Watch. I'm going to employ something that probably isn't the best thing to say. But we're going to we gonna have to speak truth to power. Maybe we need to have a little vigilante justice in this city. Eventually, the mother said Leslie is abusive. They still haven't named her. In the past few weeks, he assaulted her as he, she held the child. And some of his blows hit the toddler. However, the mother said the child was fine when she left to work on Tuesday. So... So the blows hit the toddler and this hood rat still let this nigga be around his child. It says when investigators searched Leslie's phone, they found videos of him swearing at the child, yelling at her to stop crying and noises that sounded like him slapping or hitting the child. The complaint notes the child is swelling, bruises and other apparent injuries in the videos. And some appeared to show child, the child unresponsive. Additionally, the complaint states Leslie's phone had an internet search about the degree of burns caused by boiling water. So this nigga boiled water. You know how hot that is? Ramsey County Medical Examiner's Office ruled the girl's death, uh, cause of death as multiple traumatic injuries due to assault and noted that she had several external injuries as well as brain, uh, as brain bleed, lacerations to her thymus gland, liver, adrenal gland, broken forearm bones. The medical examiner also found injuries consistent with sexual assault. Damn it. Minneapolis, St. Paul. Minneapolis, St. Paul. You hood rats gonna have to start getting choosy. You, you hood rats gonna have to start getting choosy. See, this is the problem right here. I'm going to play the problem. This is the problem. This is the issue. 
This is the issue right here. I-N-D-E-P-E-N-D-E-N-T. Do you know what that means? This is the problem right here. Yeah. Old girl wasn't shit. Her mama probably wasn't shit. Her daddy probably wasn't about nothing. He's probably one of these old niggas from the civil rights generation or the 80s babies that was from direct, directly from a bum-ass nigga from the civil rights generation. Yeah, this is the issue right here. What you hearing right now. That's the issue right there. What you hearing? This song right here. This is the problem. Then it says, while police arrested both Leslie and the child's mother, the Ramsey County Attorney's Office said Thursday the police haven't yet presented a case against the mother for charging her review, and they should charge her ASAP. Get, let them sit side by side after somebody pours some, pour some boiling hot ass water on the both of them, beat them, tar and feather their ass, and give them 40 plus years. I think they should make a special trip and send them a private jet or not even a private jet, a long, hot, funky Greyhound bus ride, hog tied, and don't send them anywhere. Don't send them to Oak Park Heights. That's too clean. Don't send them to Moose Lake. Send them to Angola, Louisiana State Penitentiary. Send they ass to both of them. I-E-D-E I-N-D-E-P-E-N-D-E-N-T Do you know what that means? That This is what this means Two million dollars bail set by a dusty ass negro Do you let in your house? That's the problem Do you know what that means? Yes I, That's what I suspected I suspected that he raped a woman That he raped a little girl Why don't the police shoot niggas like this? Why does it got to be like Mike Brown? Why does it got to be George Floyd? Why does it got to be Philando Castile? Why couldn't, why couldn't the police just shoot this nigga? Well, you know what I'm saying? Why, why does it got to be Armand Arbery? Why does it got to be, you know, the brother that was in Taco Bell out there in the Bay area? Why did it have to be Brianna Taylor? Why couldn't it have been this nigga? Huh? Y'all, y'all ignore all the black folks that's minding their own business and you let niggas like this go around. See, if Minneapolis police, I'm giving race soldiers a pass. This is the first time. I'm going to give race soldiers a pass. I would have no problem whatsoever. You know, I have a zero tolerance. Y'all y'all know how I was getting down when that nigga was shooting through the walls over there off of Franklin and shit and hit the kids and all this. Yeah, you know, I, I don't give no passes. None. I have no tolerance for serial hood hitters at all. None. Why, why, you know, why don't the police get catch one of these niggas down bad? Pull their ass over and gun them down. I would have no problem with Negroes like this. None whatsoever. You burning kids. He probably threw, you know, I remember the Levine Johnson situation, the, the sister that, uh, maybe I'll play that for a little bit. Maybe I'll play a little bit of, from, from that documentary. I'll play that. I'll play that at the while after I get back to Reverend rat. 
But Lavinia Johnson, I believe, was that 2004, 05, or was it 09, or was it 03? Or she was uh, assisted and went out there um, to Iraq, I think. Um, and she had been raped. Uh, they had put acid on her genital area. So, you know, she had been raped and they're, you know, they try to kill the evidence. So he probably raped this toddler and tried to burn the toddler. You know what I'm saying? And lied and old girl was co-signing this shit. This piece of shit never needs to see the light of day. And I think you should just send this nigga down to Angola. 26 years old. Do y'all remember maybe about six months ago when I went through all the Ramsey County, all all the situations where there's a lot of shit I talked about. And then you looked up, it's a domestic, it's a domestic, it's a domestic. It's these dusty ass niggas with these dusty ass broads and they bring them around their kids. Now here's one dude by the name of Alex Mingus. Shout out to him. He calls the race soldiers out. The police gave him an award, and he 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 called him out. Um, I appreciate it. Look, he pulling I, uh, off the shirt saying, "I feel like I, I smash white supremacy right in front of the St. Paul police." That they have, that I have. I'm a certified firearms instructor. I work in this high school in Minneapolis. I'm a dad and a husband, and a wonderful community member. Um, that day. Nine of your squad cars raced past us as I was flagging them down. It said in the letter you sent me. And that was a potential of 18 people. 18 people could have stopped to help preserve life. But 18 people chose to go to a potential threat. And I, and I recognized the man had a pistol and we didn't know what he was doing. Um, I do appreciate the recognition, um, but I won't keep this stuff. This will go to my mom and this will probably go to my son. Because I'm very uncomfortable being here with you guys. I do not rock with the police. But I appreciate you giving me the opportunity to say these things. And I just want folks to know that they don't keep us safe. We keep us safe. Um, Riots work. Thank you. Appreciate you. Yep, riots. As Solomon says, riots and healthy, healthy negotiations. See, this brother here. Oh, oh, we're going to get on that in a minute, too. Oh, we're going to get on that in a minute. Yeah, we're going to get on that in a minute. Uh, I, I don't know the backdrop of this story, but it sounds like there was somebody out there with a pipe or whatever the case may be, and they were basically trying to flag the police down like, man, y'all, y'all ought to pull up. What's going on? You know what I'm saying? And maybe this brother stopped something or... You know, he, he sounds like he's solid. You know, I don't, I don't, I don't know too much about him, but I mean, he sounds like, like he said, he's a community member, husband, firearms instructors. Um, you know, a lot of the brothers that are firearms instructors, you know how hard it is for, you know, a black man to pretty much do anything when it comes to being excellent. It, you know, you're going to have to put in a little bit more work. So I'm assuming that this brother is an outstanding community member and an outstanding firearms instructor. He had to go through all the, all the bells and the whistles to get his firearms um, and to instruct and to do all of the things of that nature. So I'm going to assume that this brother has went above and beyond because I know myself has had to go above and beyond to get to the point of where I am. 
Um, and I'm still not where I need to be. However, uh, like I said, um, I, I really, I, I, I'm not going to say no, nothing about no police brutality. I ain't going to say nothing about no, well, you know, why they doing niggas like that? When you got dudes out here that's doing stuff like this to toddlers, when you got guys out here that's doing that, uh, I have a zero, I have zero pass. I have, I have, I have no, I have no pass. When you have this, when you, when you got that going on right here. And see, this is, it, it's these, it's these, it's these kind of women that, you understand? No disrespect to Webby. I, 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 I fuck with Webby. I fuck with little Fat and Boosie. I fuck with him. I, no, 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 no shame in the game. I love Louisiana, but no, nah, see that, that right there. I in, you know, one of them little feminists and shit like that. You know, yeah, she, she probably one of them too. Got this dusty ass nigga living with you. You got this dusty, rusty piece of shit from St. Paul that done killed your, killed your baby. She needs to be charged too. She should walk right into jail. You don't deserve to be free. You should feel you should be able to you should serve some time. Oh, well, he was beating me and he beat my ass. Harpo beat me. Harpo! Harpo beat me. Nigga! Hold on. Hold on, nigga. Wait a damn second. Harpo. Harpo beat me. Yeah, hold on, man. Harpo. Harpo beat me. Nigga, if you was like Oprah back in the day, that was the most gangster Oprah. That was the most gangster. Color purple weed, Danny Glover, colored blunts. Mm-hmm. Harpo. Harpo beat me. Come on. You told Harpo to beat me. Child ain't safe in the family mansion. But I ain't never thought I had to fight in my own house. Man. I love Hoppo. God knows I do. But I kill him dead before I let him be. Man, please. Come on now. You should have been like Sophia. Well, he was beating me and he was... They ought to charge that bitch with second degree murder right with that dusty ass serial hood hitter. I-N-D-E-P-E-N-D-E-N-T. Do you know what that means, Sophia Harpo? <laughs> Do you know what that means, Harpo? Do you know? I got you. Uh-huh. You thought you got away from me, didn't you? Harpo beat me. 
I'm telling you, she should have been like Harpo. I'm saying she should have knocked the shit out that nigga that first time. You know, he was beating her. He was a dusty-ass nigga, couldn't get no money. Yeah, 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 yeah. He was he wasn't yeah, he couldn't get no money. He couldn't get no bread. He couldn't get your daily bread. You know, he couldn't get no money. Probably was and you see where they were living at. Let's go you see where they were living at. I'm 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 let's go to where the place is. And see this this is Hold on. Oh, um, let's see where they were living at. Let's go to Fox News. Let's get the right wing perspective here. You know, they going to have a lot. Yeah, 1400 block of County Road B, East of Maplewood. Out, out my neck of the woods. Nigga, please. 1400 block County Road. Yeah, see? Let me see. Hold on. Let me Let me look at this real quick. Yeah, this dusty ass nigga. Let me see. Yeah, man. He didn't have... She probably was paying all the bills. They said the child was extremely... Listen to this. Here's another one. The, the, child, the child was extremely lethargic and unresponsive. The girl would not open her eyes. When medics removed the child's clothing, they found dark bruises all over her back and abdomen and rushed her to Children's Hospital in St. Paul. Child went into cardiac arrest, died 9.53 p.m. Officers noted the bathtub was completely dry except for a few water droplets around the drain. And see, there were no damp towels in the bathroom. See, that's all you got to do. You know, like if your child, you know, if you got a child and you say, hey, you make sure you go take a shower, whatever the case may be, and the child be like, oh, yeah, I took a shower. You could go and check that bathtub. That bathtub shouldn't be dry. You know they lying. Lying bastard. You lying like that sister said, that old sister from the from the reparation said, you, you gooseneck bastard, you're lying from the pits of hell. You're lying from the pit to hell. A search of Leslie's phone uncovered a Google search about the degree of burns caused by boiling water. The girl's mom told police Leslie called her around 4 to 5 p.m. on Tuesday, during which Leslie told her the child fell into the tub and was burned. She returned home and spent time trying to arrange a ride to the hospital. Now, an emergency room doctor told investigators many of the bruises on the child's body were old. Ongoing abuse charges alleged. Fresh bruises on the child's face. See, the liberal limousine didn't really want to get into these details. Fox 9 News did. Not saying the right wing's any better. Blood behind the child's eardrum. Then, oh, then hear this. The child's mom told police she's been dating Leslie for two to three months. You done moved this nigga in within two to three months. And they've been living together for several weeks, charge of states. Man, you dusty ass Ramsey County hoes. Oh, man. After initially denying Leslie abused her, she admitted he punches and kicks her. In the last few weeks, the, girl, the girl, child's mom said... The child's mom said Leslie assaulted her while she was holding the girl and some of the blows struck the child. She told police she was physically fine when she left her in Leslie's care on Tuesday. So I told you again, this dusty ass nigga ain't got no job. She was working. His bum ass was dating this nigga for two to three weeks. What's up with these hoes in Ramsey County, man? 
This nigga was a uh, adjudicated delinquent threats of violence in Hennepin County in 09. He was adjudicated delinquent in Hennepin County for being ineligible for having a pipe in 2012. He was charged in 2016. Listen, he was charged in 2016 with first degree murder and second degree murder, but found not guilty, convicted of having a pipe in 2017. Man, can 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 y'all bring shop? Can y'all bring Chauvin out, man, for 24 hours so he can whack this nigga and go back to Old Park? Damn it! Oh, I got you. I got you. Uh-huh. You got away from it, didn't you? Damn it, man. Shit. What's up with the serial hood hitters? Where y'all at, man? Where's the shitty cuz at for niggas like this? Huh? Where's the shitty cuz niggas? I bet he, I bet he's a Biden voter. I bet you that nigga's a Biden voter. Oh, we ain't done with you. No, Harpo. That's a hoof print. Heaven lasts always. Girl, you ought to bash Mr.'s head open and think about heaven later. You hear that? You ought to bash Mr.'s head open and think about heaven later. She should have been like Sophia. There's a lesson to be learned here. Hood rats in Ramsey and Hennepin County, there's a lesson to be learned. Got brothers like Mike Brown and Philando Castile. They in their grave, and this nigga's alive. Killing toddlers. Serial hood hitters, what y'all got to say about this? Smoking devil, smoking dead ops Twitter, what y'all got to say about this? Let's get back to Reverend Rat Al. Let's give it back to Reverend Rat Al. No, we ain't we ain't done with Reverend. We ain't done with the Reverend. I'm gonna remind you. I'm going to remind you. We have, don't say anything illegal. Play it straight. So everything across the board, they want to buzz. They tried to continue. They went down and it went nowhere. Al Sharpton. Was it informant? Absolutely. Yes, he was an informant. He tried to pull over. That was Al Sharpton because he tried to do a drug deal with the, uh, the agents. And, uh, and then he became an informant after that, 100%, no matter what he says. He was an informant. He tried to do a drug deal. They got him on tape doing the deal, the whole bit. Al Sharpton. Al Sharpton. Was it a... And, and you're proud of that, Al? You're... I got you. I got you. Uh-huh. Uh, you thought you got away from you me, You thought you got away, huh? Uh-huh. Uh, you thought I didn't see you now, didn't you? <laughs> you thought I didn't see you, Sh- uh, look, Sh- Sharpton? You thought I didn't see you, huh, Sharpton? Uh-oh. Oh, you, you didn't tell? You proud about that, Chopton? From East New York. When I think about it, why would I tell him to go confess? Well, I give a fuck. There was a speaking out. You want to kill him? And Gas Pipe came to me, the underboss of the Lucchese family. Mm-hmm. And he said, this Al Sharpton's going to come down. You want to kill him? I said, no. What do you mean? Kill him in the middle of the street because he's protesting? Yeah. No, no, get the fuck out of here. No, that's you know, that's insane. Because if that's what you do, then there'll be four million of people protesting the next day. What are you, crazy or what? Can't do something like that. Just let him walk through. Let him protest and walk through. Mm-hmm. And do his protest and whatever. See, that nigga ain't been shit a long time. 
He ain't been shit a long time. News on this. I mean, news that. Remember yeah. Al with the sweatsuits and the <laughs> gold chain and the, and the pearl. Yeah, the and, pearl. The, and the wire. Yeah. <laughs> and the um, wire. <laughs> But in the black community, we've known that about Al for a long time. Like, uh -huh. we didn't talk about Al, you know, wearing wires and fucking with the feds. Okay. Like, I, I didn't know it's that. Not, you know, everyone ca everyone calls me the feds. So if you, if you call <laughs> ah, shit. Yeah, nigga. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Documents on the smoking gun website show that Sharpton recorded conversations with New York crime bosses during the Whoa, 1980s. I didn't even know this. Look, the New York Post, Reverend Rat, Al wore wiretap for FBI versus the mob. Damn. I didn't even know the New York. I've been calling this nigga Reverend Rat Al for a few years. I didn't even know that the New York Post actually had this on the headlines. Boy, I tell you, the mainstream, the megalomaniacal, masochistic mainstream media have been stealing the niggas' lines, man. They stole my liberal limousine. Liberal limousine down memory lane. New York Times. No, that's the New York Post. Reverend Rat. New York Times. Sharpton is linked to spying on the mob. Daily News. Al was FBI mob snitch. Man, that's with the perm. Dope deals the perm. He reportedly was known as confidential informant number seven. But Sharpton says he was a victim. He says he Man, called the FBI after he was threatened. Sharpton admitted recording some conversations, but said he was never told he was an informant. See, with Negroes like this, y'all, what they do is they'll do some little activist shit for a little while, and then they be doing a little grimy-ass shit like that. N-O-R-E's walking shit back, apologizing for yay. They were saying something about Howard Stern, right? They were saying something about Howard Stern. We're going to get to that in a minute. Let me get a, give me give him a little reminder. Yeah. Uh-huh. We, we, we ain't got no culture. Oh, yeah, we got culture, nigga. On a downbeat. Fuck Howard Stern. Yeah. You know who I can't stand? Fuck Howard Stern. Fuck him. Fuck that white Okay? 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 This is being recorded. I get less to the fuck. I don't like that white boy. Because he didn't say some outrageous shit, but his skin is white. If I was on a radio show and said the shit that white boy said, they'd come down there and blow that motherfucker up, okay? They let that white boy sit. America likes that shit. Fuck him. That little maid, that little maid robbing the maid. Mm, the maid, the bed wench. <laughs> Hold on, didn't he have a black like woman as a co-host? No, I'm serious. You gotta fuck the bullshit. You gotta be upfront with it, okay? Because it's real. I don't like that white boy because he... Yeah, man, yeah. He's been talking slick about foundational black Americans a long time. He said something slick about Magic Johnson not too long ago, some years back. Talks some stupid shit, and he says stupid shit when it comes to black people. I don't like it, and I ain't going to be quiet. I'm not going to play no little game. He don't want me on the show. He's scared to death of me. Fuck that. I'm not into that white trash bullshit, and I'm gonna tell you why. I'm not into it, because I'm from the South, I know it. Couldn't come in my backyard, because he's trash, and I'm gonna tell you why. He says outrageous shit, because there's an African doctor that was 
that does a lot of stuff with herbs and shit about AIDS. And, you know, he's, he's done a lot of progress and make you live longer. And it was a rumor that he discovered a cure. And Howard Stern said... Oh, he, oh he's supposed to be talking about Dr. Sabai, I think. Dr. Sebi. Said, quote, no, niggas ain't discovered no cure. They can't even discover something to keep their hair straight. Straight. He says wild shit like that. And I told Robin, I said, you go back and you tell that motherfucker. I said, oh, no, niggas have a cure for that, too. We will fuck all the white women and make sure all our kids' hair is straight. Oh! I got you! <laughs> yeah! You got a mic drop on that, Paul. Oh, Paul was great. Paul was great. That was a Dr. Francis Crest Welsing mic drop right there. Oh, I gotcha. Yeah. No, nah, man. No, nah, we gonna get on the on the river. Oh, hold on. Is it, let's see. Let me let me pull up some more foot footage to remind y'all. This wasn't too long ago. Boy, I tell you, these Negroes. Where is this? Hold on. I'm telling you. Hold on. I'm telling you. Man, these white liberals made so much damn money up here, man, in Minneapolis. And this is two years ago. And Listen Reverend to this. Al, let's talk about a theme that's coming up in this department. And yet when I heard an interview yesterday <clears throat> of a city councilwoman from Minneapolis, uh, she kept being pushed by the CNN reporter as to whether this meant actually abolishing the police department or reforming the police department. Her non-answer suggested that defunding the police is in many ways re, uh, uh, recommitting the funding toward things like community policing, like mental health intervention that does not involve... No, reparations, Reverend Radow, reparations. <laughs> He don't, yeah, he don't want to say reparations. They gave this old perm pimp poverty, pimp ass nigga, they gave this nigga a big ass check so he don't say the words. Reparations are tangible for the descendants. Of policing as we know it and putting a lot into police training. I don't think that uh, anyone other than the far extremes is saying we don't want any kind of policing at all, any kind of public safety. It's to reinterpret how we do public safety and to reallocate those resources in ways that solve the problem in the areas that I just out. Oh, do you mean, do you mean solve the problems like this? Hold on, let, let, let's pull this up. Let's, let's pull this up. Hold on. You mean solve it like this? Oh, where is that? Like this. It's an historic day for thousands of undocumented immigrants. New York's new green light law is now in effect. This is making more than 260,000 people eligible to get their driver's license. And as News 4's Ida Siegel tells us, the line at the DMV was wrapped around the block. Still going to be three and a half hours after waiting on this line. The Yonkers DMV packed to the brim today. Look at this shit. Just to get inside the building was three hours long. Then another three hour wait once inside. It was here since nine o'clock in the morning. I was in the line. And uh, how long have you been online? Now it's like So you can give 
undocumented immigrants licenses, which means you're going to give them the right to vote. You're going to give them the right to vote. Let me, let me find out. There was some other, there was something else. There was something else. Hold on. Let's, let's, let's pull this up. Where was this at? This was somewhere where they had Xbox and I mean, they had all kind of shit going on. They, I mean, man, they had all kinds of shit going on. Let me see. Let me see if I can find this real quick. I know the black media covered this. Let me see if I can find this real quick. Hold on. Let me see if I can find it. Let me see. I think I sent this text to somebody else. Hold on. No, we, we gonna, we gonna get it going. We're going to get it going. It's ridiculous. Is this it? No, that ain't it. Okay. <laughs> oh, listen to this. This is in Ukraine. This is a bunch of this is a bunch of white guys in Ukraine with clan robes. That's where our tax dollars is. Somebody found this footage. Somebody found that that's, and that's where that, that's where all our money's going. And then here's some other information. Seven black councilmen supported in DC. These are the politicians. Somebody, the black authority pointed this out. We need to put faces on the politicians in DC who give illegals the right to vote in DC. Chairman Phil Mendelson, Kenyon, McDuffie, Anita Bonds, Robert C. White. Y'all look these Negroes up. All these Negroes want to give illegals the right to vote in D.C. to undermine us. That's what they want to do. That's, that's what they want to do to foundational blacks. That's what they want to do to us. But they ain't got nothing for us, huh? Speaking of which, I want to tell y'all about a little story. Don't talk about talk tech for a little bit, okay? And I was at work one time and I was working with this Asian dude, so much for your people of color coalition. I remember Ice Cube was trying to get something for the descendants. Ice Cube went to the went to the Democrats. The Democrats were telling him, no, nah, holler at us after the election. He's like, well, no, nah, I'm trying to see what's going on now. Get something tangible for our vote. They said, well, holler at us after the election. Basically, you Negroes need to get vote because the Republican boogeyman is going to get you. So vote, get us an office so we don't have to do anything for you. And then after we get an office, we don't have to do anything for you again. So let's use some Republican right-wing finger fear-mongering. If, if you don't vote us Democrats in, 
the Republicans are going to come under the table and they're going to steal your your food and they're going to do this and do a bunch of bullshit, right? All right. So Ice Cube was working on the Black America plan. Probably was studying under Dr. Claude Anderson's doctrine. So he went to sit down with the Republicans and have a conversation. And you had a bunch of coon ass niggas attack him for that. Then, after a while, Black Lives Matter, Chapter Corporate, and all these other little places were complaining and whining because Biden would stop answering their calls. Well, this white dude, or this Asian dude that I was working with gonna tell me, he said, oh, I bet you mad at Cube. Now, I didn't really want to get in that conversation with him, but I kind of thought about it. I said, well, damn. Why is he asking me if I'm mad at Cube? Because he probably went down to sit down with Trump and this, that, and the third. And so I didn't really say too much to him. Then another day, he gonna tell me, he gonna go in front of a team meeting and say, well, I went to South Central and I did a little tour to see the Bloods and the Crips. And he was talking about these black folks as if he went to go see a zoo. Now this is your liberal limousine. I, I, just want, I just want to be very clear about what kind of environment was this. This was a lettuce, bacon, and tomato 5,000. Oh, George Floyd. Oh, you know, what happened to George Floyd was a tragedy and all this. And, and I'm going to be real clear about something else. I was going to talk about it a little later. But I'm going to say something. You had a lot of Negroes that just wanted to go to the protest so they could get high, eat barbecue, and try to see if they could get some little Becky Cave Crocs. This was a Becky Cave Crocs protest for a lot of Negroes. They figured, well, you know, I could get out here. I could get me some little biracial sex. I could get me some little Caucasian sexual interracial access. So I'm just going to hang out, try to see if they could knock them down a white woman try to get them some little liberal limousine cave crotch. That's what they thought they were going to do. They thought that they were just going to be able to go out there, smoke a blunt or two, like it's a little Woodstock. A lot of people were at the protest doing shit like that. I'm not talking about the real deal Holyfield people, but you had a lot of Negroes that were just there for there. Hey man, you want to go to the protest? Like it's a party or some shit. Nah, nigga, I don't want to go to the protest. What the fuck is you calling me talking about? Am I going to the protest? Like it's a club. This ain't no club. You know what I'm saying? Production by YSP, Cadillac Music. That's that organized noise sound. This shit sounds great. I'm gonna have to look and see what else stuff they got. I meant to purchase this track. But yeah, I mean, when you have it to where people start feeling like, well, it's a club and this, that, and the third. And that brings me to something else, too, since we're talking about it. I guess Jim Crow Joe and the Do Nothing Democrats, I guess what they're saying now is, well, we let's see if we can get a little bit of Negro support. So I've seen the emails that I received. And it says something about White House initiative on advancing educational equity, excellence and economic opportunity for black Americans. And they start talking about this cut your student loan debt. Now, they don't talk to any other race like this, but us. 
But when they say educational equity, excellence and economic opportunity, well, if you want to give me some economic opportunity, you could give me a $30,000 business grant and say, okay, you got an LLC, you got a business plan, or you got an already working business. You could show that you got a website together. Uh, let's look at your PayPal. I mean, there's ways that they can allocate direct tangibles to, to the, to the descendants, the black folk, they could easily do that. Even if they just want to say, man, you got a business, not on no PPPL shit, but just on some, Hey, you got a real business, you know, you probably made a couple grand last year, but you got an LLC. You see what I'm saying? Get this nigga 35 to 50 bands. Not none of this old scholarship bullshit or, oh, we're going to cut your student debt and all this kind of, because the Supreme Court's fighting against it now. But see, this student debt thing is for everyone that meets the financial criteria. But if you look at the email and the banner, they show black folk. You see a brother that looks like he's helping his son do homework. You see... Two, two young sisters and brothers looking at a globe. All these beautiful pictures of black folks. You see a, a, a sister and a brother here that looks like they graduated from college. You have a black universal family of a sister and a brother with two of their children. And then you see another sister on the far left that looks like she's in a classroom writing on a chalkboard. So they're, they're, they're framing it as if black people are getting the sole benefit of this and they're not. All right. A pic a picture's worth a thousand Mona Lisa paintings. You understand? That's how I see it. And see, I seen something else that somebody sent me. It was some apply for this job and that Windows VMware six administrator, site reliability engineer, senior public cloud engineer for Azure and AWS. And all of these places are in India. So they're they're, they're still hiring heavily in information technology over in India. You know what I'm saying? So that, that kind of throws me off. So, you know, shout out to Locks and Chic Loops, nigga. Hey yo, let's get papers and pop mobile holes up in skyscrapers and condominiums overlooking our drug capers. Hey yo, let's get paper and pop more with holes up in skyscrapers. It's King Rabbit, I rap it, I pull a drug caper. Cocaine City, cold as a dope fiend titty. Selling Fetty so I can front up in the A50. Man, hey, I'm going to tell y'all, and I'm going to take this from a... I'm going to look at this from an unbiased view. As a self-proclaimed hip-hop historian myself. You know, I was a nigga that had all the damn CDs, man. Like I, I was, I was a nigga where I had my shit in A, A, B, C. Everybody know that came over to Korea back in the day, like in '98, 2000, whatnot. I used to have all the CDs in alphabetical order. Straight up, I used to have, I used to have all my CDs in alphabetical order. Straight up, I used to go and buy CDs every time they came out on Friday. Sometimes you go to Universal, you might be to get that shit on Monday. Y'all know about going over there to Universal and Digital City, nigga. Get that shit on Monday. See, a lot of people don't know that. The record stores used to get them CD. Man, that shit was a beautiful thing. You go over north and you get the niggas, um, I ain't gonna say who they were, but you know, you used to 
you used to go over north on Broadway and you you get that shit on Monday. CDs come out on Friday, but you get that shit on Monday. You pay you pay the niggas twenty dollars a CD. That's how we used to get a lot of that little Boosie and Webby CD. We used to get shit early. They sell the shit early, man. That shit, I'm telling you, man. That, that was a beautiful time, man, because we used to hop on the five. We used to hop from over south. We used to hop on hella buses to be able to either go to Electric Fetus. Well, Electric Fetus, you only had to get on one, the number two. But if you want to go to, uh, 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 what's the one with them Rhyme Sayers dudes? Um, Fifth Element, when I used to fuck with Foreign Exchange and Little Brother and all that, man, I, I drove, a, I jumped on a cold-ass bus on Hennepin. Was that Hennepin or Lindale? I don't remember. It was one of the one of the two. I'm telling you, it was a beautiful thing. See, when niggas start talking about hip hop and this, that, and the third, like I said, man, before we had cars, we had to get the the Steelmatic Circuit City bonus CD, the bon the bonus song. Steelmatic had a bonus song. You had to go to Circuit City to buy that. You couldn't buy that nowhere else. I'm talking about we ain't got no culture, nigga. We got culture. Fuck you talking about Buster Rhymes. We got culture, nigga. We the descendants of the fucking slaves, man. We built everything around this bitch. We got culture. Matter of fact, I'm about to do this. Ain't nobody ever did this live before. Why did Cain kill Abel? We gonna do this live. We gonna, we gonna do this live, and nobody's ever done a review of this song. But I'm gonna do it tonight. Hey yo, let's get papers and pop mobile holes up in skyscrapers. Okay. Hey yo, let's get paper and pop mobile holes up in skyscrapers. Man, objective, object, uh, objective review. The new Gangsta Gibbs and new Freddie Gibbs. Y'all know that's one of my favorite artists, but that that album is really truly a five mic album. I mean, it, it it's a mix between a hotel and a spaceship the way it blends together, the theme, it, it, it's a really well album. I'm a little disappointed where he said that's going to be his last album and he's retiring. I'm like, damn, but man, you've been at it 15, 20 years. He, he, he's made it to where a lot of guys that came out when he started, they're not around work with the best he work with mad lib Scarface Snoop Dogg smoked the niggas weed and nigga got wine. I mean, he, he, he really did it. Look at an objective point of view. And I got to look at it from that standpoint because you're coming out of Gary, Indiana. Ain't nobody came out of there except the Jackson 5, man. Janet Jackson don't say shit about Gary, Indiana. Nobody don't give a fuck about Gary. Gangsta Gibbs, shout out to... Shout out to Gangsta Gibbs, man. I bought like five of them damn albums. I sent one to Solomon. Sent one to my brother. Like I sent one to uh, sent one to Jay in Atlanta. Shout out to him. You know what I'm saying? Like, shout out to that nigga, man. Freddie Ford Giotto got me through some dark times, man. I remember when I had my shop on 35th Mini IHOP, and I was I was showing the niggas. I said, "Man, this this nigga from Gary could rap." Uh, 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 the miseducation of Freddie Gibbs, and then the Midwest box frame uh, Cadillac music. That that shit came afterwards. That was like when the blogs was kind of doing shit, and um, I think it, it kind of threw niggas off a little bit. But I was like, "Yeah, the miseducation that mixtape is great." It had the um. It had the folks up there where it had a six point star with the with the forks, and then on the other side it showed the little hat with the cane and shit. I remember that. I'm, I'm telling you, man, that that was, and that's when I had my little Delta eighty eight. See this hip hop, man. This is what the fuck, nigga. This hip hop. Hey yo, let's get paper. We ain't got no. 
We ain't got no culture, Buster Rhymes. What you mean, nigga? We ain't got no culture. The Steel City, Gary, Indiana. Shout out to them. But anyway, let, let's do this review. We're going to do this BG review. We're going to wrap it up in a little bit after we do a couple more. Uh, oh, oh, we got to talk about this one, too. But let's do this review. I want, I want to do this review. Now, here's what I like about this song. People don't really rap like this too often. They, they don't rap like this too often, man. The way he slowed it down. And I mean, it was cold. Manny Fresh did his thing on that. But you probably had people in your life like this. Now, this you got to think about. It. This album came out many, many years ago, man. When, when did BG Checkmate came out? This was another good album. This was a really, really good album, man. I actually like this one a little better than Chopper City in the Ghetto. When did BG Checkmate come out? Damn, man. I was still in fucking high school when this shit came out. Gold album. This is when you went gold, 130000 the first week. Nigga, when you sold 130000 in the first week, man, you was, yeah, I mean, gold back then, even though you went gold, people talking about platinum. Nigga, if you go gold, that's crazy because I just went to New Orleans, man, and I guess I was listening. When I was in New Orleans, man, they was playing – that nigga, they was still playing Soldier Slim. They was playing Booty Badass and Soldier Slim down there. On uh, uh, Bur- Bourbon Street, I believe that was. I'm telling you. Man, that, that you got to get down to New Orleans. It had this... It had this Frankenstein feel, which I thought was kind of dope. You know what I'm saying? Fair use, YouTube. Fair use. Fair use, YouTube. Trust me, hoes. They all slick. I found out they ain't shit. Was played by my main bitch. Oh boy, she tried to pull one off quick. I'm paper chasing, trying to get rich. So he was out there grinding getting his money together and stuff like that. And he gets dealt with some little dog ass bro. And you know, they just wasn't respecting the grind and stuff. So 60 days. So this nigga was gone 60 days trying to get his bread up. So then she says, okay, mom spend a few nights. So here comes that hood rat shit. Can mom spend a few nights? Okay. So now mom comes. Mom ain't got no husband. I E D N D E know what that means? See, mom ain't probably got no husband, so you know what that means. That means bring everybody and their mama through. That's what that sounds like. I say that it's cool, but not check what this whole do. So you already know what she gonna do. She gonna bring everybody else in. Slickly moving mama in my house. Let's picture the whole while she put out. Now that ain't even the half of it. Oh, so it sounds like her mama was already put out. So you know a lot of times when a nigga comes and asks, hey man, could you cook it? I'll come stay with you for a little bit. Well damn fam, what happened? Well, you know man, life is kind of busy. You're like, okay, no, nah, this. And you trying, to, you, you trying to be the voice of reason? Like man, I look out for fam. You know that this nigga done fucked up. You notice somebody done did some nigga ass shit, and now they trying to come stay with you, pulling on your heartstrings, your shirt on your sleeves. Ain't even the half of it. With mom comes two nieces, two nephews, two cousins. Oh, to mom, two nieces, two nephews, two cousins. 
So okay, nigga, you got two that two four six. Two four six. <laughs> you got two. Oh, I got you. Two, two four six. That's six niggas, man. So that's mama. Hold on, that's two. you got the hoe first. You got mama. Okay, that's two. That's two four six eight. That's two four six eight. That's eight niggas. That's ten motherfuckers. Let's just round it off to ten. They in my shit. Churn don't flush the toilet after they piss. Chur- he said churn. He said churn don't flush the toilet after they piss. That's some nasty ass shit. Kids jumping and playing, breaking lamps, wasting food and leaving stains. Breaking lanterns, wasting food, leaving stains. So that means that this this whole he fucking with she ain't even cleaning up behind him. Mine playing in my lazy boy. Kids jamming tapes in my VCR. He said, Jesus, kids jamming tapes in my VCR. I'm, <laughs> that's how you know it was back in 2000. Niggas still had the VCR. Now hold on. Let me see. The DVDs was just starting. Niggas was just starting to fuck with the DVDs, but I think I was fucking was still fucking with Blockbuster around that time. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, Blockbuster. Yeah, we was still. Yeah, we was still going to Blockbuster because the only nigga I knew that had a DVD was my nigga Jay. That's down in Atlanta. Shout out to him. That nigga had a DVD. Folks had the first. Folks was the first nigga with the DVD. <laughs> He said they was jamming VC in my VCR. Taste in my VCR. Flicking my TV like a light switch. Dog the only stop me from killing Oh, no, hold on. I went too far. Let's go back. Let's go back to VCR. Even stains. Mine playing in my lazy boy. Kids jamming taste in my VCR. Flicking my TV like a light switch. Dog the only stop me from killing this bitch. I'm on the way back to my crib. I pull up this. Can't be so, 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 okay, so he comes back. You know the disrespect? He comes back. It must be a nice little cool little crib. It was a nice little cool little crib. You know what's crazy? When I was watching BG's mother talk about cash money, how like, and you know, she didn't really disparage Birdman or none of them. She was like, man, she was hitting them up. He says she was, you know, they was straight, like just giving them bread or whatever like that. She said the money was coming in too fast for them niggas to know. So, I don't know. I mean, like I say, I don't never want to, you know what I'm saying, pack a watch on how they did business with each other, but how she was saying that, you know, there's always discrepancies talking about the masters, royalties, and stuff like that. But I'm going to say this. When you're still learning the business, now they understood that distribution deal. They were smart enough for that. But shit, that nigga chopped a seat in the ghetto. He... He coming out of New Orleans. He probably ain't really got a lot. He coming off the block. You know what I'm saying? Niggas, he was he was the first person to cash money. A lot of people don't know that. They thought, oh, it was Lil, Lil Wayne. No, it was BG. BG was the first flagship artist of cash money. A lot of people don't know that. But see, I've been buying Chopper CD in the ghetto since like 97 and shit like that. You know what I'm saying? So a lot of people don't know that. They don't know that. So he was probably living, living good. And old girl was like, you know, he probably had a fine little broad and then she moved our people in. He had a good heart. That shows he had a good heart, but she was grimy. I jumped out ready to start talking. I'm pissed off, mad and disgusted. Bitch trying to give me an excuse. It ain't nothing you can say. So, so a lot of times what people do is when you catch them up in a lie, this is Cain and Abel. Cain killed Abel. Cain. Kane killed. Oh, I got you. Kane. Kane. Okay. Hey, yo, let's Kane. get paid. 
Kane kills Kane killed Abel, nigga. People start coming up with different excuses on why they did what they did after the fact, after you caught on to their little slimy ass, grimy ass lies. And see, this is something that she's been infused by her hood rat mother and her hood rat aunts and aunties and her little no name, no show up daddy. She subscribed to this mentality a long time ago. So instead of adding to this man's house, keeping it clean and making sure there's some peace and serenity. This man comes off a tour and this is how you leave the house and you're trying to explain it. So yeah. you didn't have no respect for this man is what you're saying. And you're trying to cape. Oh, well, this is no, 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 no. The mom state, cause it was bad. You ain't say nothing about your whole fam. Look at my shit. It's fucked up. And it smells like a project. This is the best part right here coming up. The whip, bitch. Get out. That shit was so damn dope. Listen, this is the hip hop quote. Because everybody's dealt with somebody in their life like this. Everybody's dealt like this. They've had somebody in their life like this. Now listen to this one here. Now this part right here. This is this is my this is my shit right here. Now listen to this part. Here's another fucked up episode. My cousin came to visit from Chicago. Oh Lord. One of his cousins from Chicago. So he's like, okay, my cousin from Chicago, he probably came down there like, oh, you know. Probably try to come in. I, yeah, I don't know, man. I He probably tried to come at him like on some, because basically when somebody moves in with you and they're not respecting your shit, they're kind of coming at you like you don't catch on like you slow. He probably came down from Chicago like, yeah, this old slow ass bumpkin country ass nigga. Nah, country niggas ain't slow. Don't get it fucked up. You heard what Scarface and Nas said, nigga. Hold on, he play it. Hold on. No, we're going to go down memory memory lane. We're going to take the liberal limousine down memory lane. We're going to take, we gonna take the, the liberal limousine down memory lane. Yes, sir. We're going to... Hold on. They had the coke game up crazy, so don't test. That's niggas who dangerous, so don't test them. They make you disappear, knees in the ass when they catch. Uh oh. Some niggas fuck the enemies in the ass when they catch them. Weird ass niggas who dangerous, so don't test them. Grand Tennessee, other niggas ain't shit. The Heron Blunt's crazy. Soul music got the oh, other niggas. Independent label, real kid that I won't forget. Soul CD. Don't test them, they make you disappear. This a year that I won't forget. Soul CDs, double platinum, met more Southern niggas, independent label, real killers. Know the business ran Tennessee for years, now they chillin'. They had the coke game, something crazy. Soul music out the trunk of their car, that shit amazed me. Put me on the Heron Blunts, Sherm or something. Took a puff, what the fuck, I turned and punched them. Southern niggas ain't slow, nigga tried to play me. I hey. Left from around them dudes, they cool, but they crazy. Yeah. 
seen him since we was young bucks. I turned here's another. Here's another fucked up episode. My cousin came to visit Chicago. I ain't seen him since we was young bucks. I turned up. He's a wannabe, but a bust up. See? And he said, I ain't seen him since we was young bucks. I talked about that the last episode. You know, you got the family, you know, and some of them niggas you grew up with went around them, you know them, but you don't know them. Like Bernie Mac said, you know them, but you don't know them. He says, I turned thug. He's a wannabe buster. Basically, his, you know, his cousin was a lame-ass nigga, you know what I'm saying? But it's your cousin. You know, you you love him. You know, you love your cousin. You love your family. You're like, this is just a lame. This nigga is lame as fuck. This fucking lame. I gotcha. <laughs> This nigga's lame as shit, man. But it's your cousin. You love him. You know what I'm saying? And he's trying to look out for his cousin. You know what I'm saying? He's trying to look out for his cousin. You know what I mean? It's a player's club moment. Use what you got to get what you want. <laughs> Use what you got. Bust up. So why he down? He stand with me. I put him on surveillance. Learned him in a week. That was dope. He said, I put him on surveillance. Learned him in a week. That was dope. That was dope as hell. He said, man, I, you know, I watched this nigga in a week. See, his cousin tried to come down there on some slick shit. Because he was doing, let's be very clear, y'all. No, no disrespect to Chicago. That nigga was doing that shit in Chicago. He was doing the same shit. Whatever he was doing down in the South, that nigga was doing that shit in Chicago. No matter where you're at. Or where you're from, I mean. You know what I'm saying? Because the same thing you were doing back down there, that that that's gonna transcend, you know. He don't put hundred percent in his hygiene. So this nigga don't put a hundred percent in his hygiene, which means this nigga ain't washing his ass. He's sitting around, he's not washing his ass. You can't have a job because you know you can't go to work smelling like a hippopotamus farm. <laughs> You can't smell like a hippopotamus farm, so he ain't putting 100% in his hygiene, so he's sitting up in your shit, funking up your crib, Dr. Funkenstein. He don't put 100% in his hygiene. He lied and stuck by what he doing did in the street. So he's lying. He be in the street, bullshitting around, so funky as hell with a bunch of other funky-ass niggas, because you know you with some other funky-ass niggas. So he's telling BG, hey, look, you know, I'm out here doing this, I'm doing that, and he's lying. Because, you know, it's going to show. So he's like, okay, nigga, you're lying. You be in the street. He eating, he's shitting, he's sleeping all for free. He's eating, he's sleeping, he's shitting all for free. He think it's the devil tree. So basically, he's just, you know what I'm saying? He he ain't doing shit. He ain't cleaning behind himself. He think it's the devil tree. I'm so now he ain't cleaning behind himself. So... He's just leaving shit all around. He's doing the same shit he was doing in Chicago. He's doing just like that hole that he was dealing with. I'm telling you, this is a fucking classic. This is a classic fucking song, man. It's a classic. He's sleeping all for free. He ain't cleaning behind himself. He thinks it's the double tree. I'm almost to the turn to ask him what's, what's happening. But I know he gets smart. I'm going to slap him. So he says, okay, I'm, I'm at the point to ask him. He don't really want to ask him about what's going on. He said, I'm at the point to ask this nigga. He said, but I know if I ask this nigga, he's going to get smart and I'm going to slap him. He said, as soon as this nigga says something smart, I'm asking him a question like, hey, man, what's going on or whatever? And he's going to start getting smart. I'm like, okay, I'm going to slap the fuck out this nigga. 
I would do the same thing. I'm asking my cousin, hey, man, what's going on? Whatever. Niggas start getting all mouthy with me. I'm going to slap the fuck out you, nigga. You eating, you sleeping all for free. You ain't cleaning behind yourself. You think it's the double tree. So I done flew you down here from Chicago. You're lying. You ain't putting 100% in your hygiene. You know what I'm saying? You, you doing all this the most. And then I'm at the point to ask you what's happening. And then you want to get smart. But I know if you get smart with me, I'm going to slap you. He knows. He's like, okay, I'm, I'm doing all this shit like that. And this nigga got the nerve to get smart. Yeah. That nigga, I'm going to slap the fuck out this nigga. I gotta leave him by himself for the weekend. I gotta fly to handle business in Cleveland. I jet and this nigga go to my phone numbers. Call him, tell him I got a surprise party. Come over. So That's crazy. So this nigga must have went through his address book. I used to, <laughs> I used to have a... I, I used to have an address book, man. Yeah. Hey, yo, let's get papers and pop mobile holes. Up the skyscrapers. I used to get, I used to have this little address book. I had everything in it, man. I have it. Man, I ain't gonna get in detail. I had everything in it, man. So that nigga went through the address book. That old black address book from the Dollar Tree. What happened that I'm finished a day early and decide to fly back home and check on this bitch. I so he went to Cleveland, Ohio, got, got done with his business early, come back home early and he probably thinking his dusty ass cousin from Chicago is thinking well you know you know I got a whole nother I got a couple of days to get kick it or whatever so he comes back to his shit niggas all up in this shit man you, you damn near gotta move I get down fucked up my shit packed like a nightclub sofas ripped tables broken it's full of weed smoke this nigga got it coming every tooth in his mouth I'm a knockout I can't believe what he's done to my house I tell you, this was a great song. This was a great song. I'm quite sure that you've had situations like this before in your life. I'm I'm quite sure you've had situations like that in your life, man, where people have have come and they just, you know what I'm saying? They they take kindness for a weakness. I mean, it happens all the time. You know what I'm saying? It happens all the time. It's just a part of life. It's one of the spectrums of life. You know what I'm saying? So it's, it's, I mean, it's personal, but then again, you know what I'm saying? When it happens to family and things of that nature, it's, it's very, very personal. Now I want to say before we get into the tech and close out, let's see if YouTube is going to ban me. Um, there's a site called children's uh, health healthdefense.org and I think one of the Kennedys that are still alive um, talks about it in a lot of the uh, I'll call it the venomous injections that's what I'm going to call it from now on because they might start using certain words and stuff like that but um, there was an article that was written by uh, Suzanne Burdick PhD um She's a reporter and researcher for the Defender based in Fairfield, Iowa. All right. And she said Pfizer taps Marvel's Avengers to push the poisonous injection booster to kids. Now they've customized Avengers comic books that urges people to become an everyday hero by staying up to date with the latest Pfizer uh, poisonous injection, I'll say. All right. And I'm looking at it on Pfizer Incorporated. And I'm trying to see if I could find that same tweet. 
see if I can see find that same tweet. But here's the old tweet. It says, when Ultron wreaks havoc, the Avengers act as the first line of defense. People can help protect themselves by staying up to date with the poisonous injection. Injection. <laughs> to get a first look at Pfizer, Bio, and Tech, and Marvel's comic book. So, yeah, that, that's real foul. Because kids are very impressionable. And what they're going to do is they're going to say, hey, mom, dad, did you see Ultron? You know, Ultron, you know, he went and got his. And why the hell would Ultron need a poisonous injection? This nigga's a robot. This nigga's a cyborg. All right. Why would he need something like that? Okay. But I think that's really, really foul. I really do. Uh, it says here on this article that the marketing collaboration comes amid sluggish uptake in the U.S. and Europe of Pfizer's fall Omicron specific uh, poisonous injections, according to the Daily Mail. Daily Mail, which on October 6th reported that fewer than one in 20 eligible Americans have received the injection. According to the most recent data from the centers for the CDC, only 7.6 million Americans have opted to get the updated injection as of September 28th, almost one month since the U.S. Food and Drug Administration on August 31st, on August 31st, granted emergency use authorization for the new Pfizer and Moderna injections in the CDC's advisories committee on immunization practices on September 1st, authorized the injections. Yeah. Um, a lot of folks ain't falling for it, man. We need more information. And I think as Americans, we need to be asking for more information. It's There's nothing wrong with asking questions. I think it's a damn shame that we live in a society where we can't ask no damn questions. We should be able to ask questions. That shouldn't be misinformation for asking questions. Okay, I'm not going to read any more, but y'all should go check that out. The Defender. The Defender. Children's Health Defense News and Views. We should be free to ask questions. All right. Now, I do want to play this here. Now, listen to this. Shout out to Bill Gates of hell. And going back to Vietnam, you know, Vietnam doesn't have anything. There's no such thing as autism in 1975, in year 2000, year 2001. There's no such thing. When Vietnam signed the WHO, when Vietnam signed into the International Monetary Fund, the banking system, Bill Gates and the Gates Foundation introduced the vaccination program into Vietnam. Now, Vietnam has over a 300% rise in autism. Yeah, you hear that? Let me play it again. Back to Vietnam. You know, Vietnam doesn't have anything. There's no such thing as autism in 1975, year 2000, year 2001. There's no such thing. When Vietnam signed the WHO, when Vietnam signed into the International Monetary Fund, the banking system, Bill Gates and the Gates Foundation introduced the vaccination program into Vietnam. Now, Vietnam has over a 300% rise in autism. That sounds like eugenics to me. What y'all think? We have to start speaking the truth no matter what. Because at the end of the day, 
um, we're going to be held to account anyway. It's, it, it's not going, I, I love to play this. This for all these. Because you can't say it. You got it on camera? Did you ask her? Yeah, you, you can't say the N word, my boy. Yep, you can't say the N word. Because you can't say it. You got it on camera? Did you ask her? Shit. <laughs> I got you. Uh -huh. You thought you got away from me, didn't you? You thought you got away from me, didn't you? <laughs> you can't you can't say the N word. Because he had a whole skateboard. You got it on camera? Did you ask her? Oh shit! Damn. He said you can't say the N word, my boy. We got yeah, I like that. You can't say the N word, my boy. You can't say the N word. Yeah, you can't. You can't say the N word, sir. You you can't say the N word. Now I want to say something. It is sister going off. Sister going. I talk off. about money. I talk about Hold on. marriage. I talk about all of that type. Of time as Black Americans here, we have country. Your, regardless of you living there for ten years, regardless of you having a job. This is going in. You, regardless of you living there for ten years, regardless of you having a job there, they will not allow your input to affect the conversation. It's going to be like. Mm. Don't you dare come over here. Your mama ain't from here. Your mama's mama ain't from here. Your family did not help build this country. Your family sacrificed didn't go into this country. So the Nigerians would have no problem telling you, excuse me, uh, you ain't, you're, you can maybe give your little opinion, but please don't, you could not discredit their experience because right. you're not invested there. Right. So that's what it come to here is for a long time as black Americans here, we have had a lineage and a culture the whole time. It's just been unclaimed. Last night, I saw some of the best FBA culture I saw, and we was doing that Detroit ballroom stepping with the Detroit players. That's foundational black American culture. So it's interesting to me that for so long, we have been sold this concept that we don't have a culture or that our culture is future, and the whole time... Yeah, we ain't got no culture buster rhymes. Yeah, nigga, we got culture. Yeah, 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 we, we have culture. We are the culture. I'll let the sister speak. We had this rich culture that we didn't even know about. Right. So now we're claiming an unclaimed culture. And it is simply to say, just like black Americans are not going to other black countries and discrediting their experiences or how they do things, we're asking for the same thing in return. We we got where we are here by not saying, let's just deal with it. Right. Our ancestors were like, fuck this. We're not about to keep picking this cotton. Like there was someone picking cotton that was like, I don't want my grandkids doing this. Yeah. And even though they knew that it was not going to change in their lifetime, you know, they still went about doing it. So that's how I feel when it comes to the concept of being FBA is, yes, it's true. So let's say my house is dirty as hell. And mm -hmm. then I come over here and be like, y'all, you need to clean your house. <laughs> it's like, ma'am, if you don't go back and clean your house before you tell me about my house. So my mm -hmm. thing is, if you're not in your country because you know that the opportunities are not as good as they are here, how can you come here and critique us? How can you come here? Right. Let me see. Now, Castle Black folks of the Negro Knights of the Castle Black folks of the Negro Knights Watch. 
Yeah, if you if you from a different country and you a black person, if you if you from a different country, you a black person, don't you dare come over here to the America and start talking about what we need to do. We've been pretty silent, kind of cool on it or whatever like that. No, nigga. Don't come over here talking about what we need to do in your country's in shambles and you flee from a different country to come over here. No, you can't do that. Because, see, we can't go over to other countries and start talking about what people need to do and this, that, and the third. Here and call us lazy when all you did was bring your toothbrush, but we built the whole house. So, to me, it's not even about a divide or a war. It's just simply about getting reciprocated respect because you don't see black Americans going to no other black country telling people about their stuff. That's we right. We respect their experience. And it's simply saying we want the same, especially when it's our grandparents' sacrifices of why we can even come here and have these opportunities. So, why is there pushback between... Why is there pushback from people that migrate over here? Well, what do you mean? So it's almost like uh, those that migrate here because six, you wouldn't believe it. So I got roped into a conversation, Mm -hmm. which, you know, that ain't even my, my stick. Like I'm not even talk about that. I talk about money. I talk about marriage. I talk about all of that type of stuff. Right. But I got roped into it simply because of what was happening or what's happening down in Florida and Texas mm-hmm. and Arizona and they flying out. Oh, with the migration. Yeah, they flying them over to Martha's Vineyard and New York and all of these, a lot of these other cities. Not our problem. Not, that's not our problem. Not our problem at all. And our tax dollars shouldn't go towards it. You shouldn't be able to, you shouldn't be an illegal immigrant coming in here getting Xbox and all types of hella medical care and this, that, and the third on the foundational freedmen's dime. No. Cities, right? Not at all. Nope. No, no, no. Absolutely not. Let's see. What else do we got here? Real quick. Listen to this. Hold on. Now, I don't agree with this. I don't agree with this. practices is expected to add the COVID-19. So here's an amazing story that's been effectively buried. Fair this use. week, the CDC's Advisory Committee on Immunization Practices is expected to add the COVID-19 vax to the list of required childhood vaccines. If this happens, your children will not be able to attend school without taking the COVID shot. Fine with me. Now, the problem is there is no medical basis for this decision whatsoever. Even the CEO of Moderna has just admitted that most people do not need the booster. In fact, in this country, it's like 4% of adults have gotten the booster because they know now. We're quoting. It's gonna be similar to the flu, he said. So what is this exactly? Dr. Marty McCary is a man we trust. He's a professor at Johns Hopkins University. He joins us tonight to assess. Doctor, thanks so much for coming on. Is it an overstatement to say there's really no medical justification for this? Well, there's certainly no clinical data. They've got data from eight mice on the Omicron vaccine in wow. young people. Eight, eight mice. What, what, eight mice. Okay, so we're men and mice. Is that what we what we doing now? We we got men and mice. Okay, all right. That that's crazy to me. Let's get to the next subject real real quick. I skipped over it. Now shout out to my bro. Shout out to my bro Titan seventy bands from going for forty bands to seventy within a matter of a couple weeks. Uh, I took the Microsoft AZ nine hundred Azure training, and I was told that it's basically based off of uh more definitions. Um. It's based off of basically knowing um, what's going on with the cloud more so than anything. And um, just understanding some of the cloud concepts and terminologies and things of that nature in Microsoft Azure. 
Uh, but I am told that the labs are best to work on those. You want to work on the labs. That way you could start um, really getting your hands dirty for some of the more advanced certifications. But there was a big, big spat online about this. Now, I see this post with this guy that says, I've been working three jobs remotely. How soon do you think they'll find out? I'm up for a promotion at one of these jobs for staff engineer, and I'd really like to keep it. So one of his jobs, they say he's making 600K, the next one 350, and the other one 280K. So he's knocking down a a million is what he's saying. And then on the Insider, a tech CEO calls overemployment trend a new form of theft and deception after firing two engineers secretly working multiple full-time jobs at once now a linkedin post shared by canopy ceo davis bell is sparking controversy for shedding light on the growing trend of overemployment or secretly working two remote jobs at once the viral uh, i'm sorry the post went viral friday after bell said Canopy, a mid-sized software company in Utah, recently fired two engineers who were secretly working two full-time jobs simultaneously. Overemployment has soared during the pandemic, with some saying it allows them to make up to $600,000 a year during a period of inflation and soaring housing costs. Well, that's America. I don't know what they're upset about. So this is what the, the what Bell said. To me, this isn't some fun new social trend. Uh, I don't think nothing's about fun, sir. He said it's a new form of theft and deception and not something in which an ethical, honest person would have participated. The post prompted backlash from several corners of the internet, including the subreddit anti-work, with some users saying that tech CEOs like Jack Dorsey and Elon Musk were lauded for working at multiple companies at once while regular workers were punished for it. So see, this doesn't have to do anything with ethics because you see, this guy knew full damn and well as a CEO that these guys were doing the same thing as us little lowly people were doing. So it's all big caparera. Others speculated that the engineers may have been working two jobs to make ends meet, which is probably what they were doing. So you, you big, you big time 1% CEOs, y'all could do it, but the little people can't, right? In an interview with Insider, Bell said that comments along these lines mischaracterize his company's situation, adding that one person upset by the post even called his cell phone and said they hope the CEO dies in a car crash. Oh shit. I gotcha. I gotcha. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Nah, I don't think that man should go that far, but okay. Uh, now it says big salary. It says, oh, it says big salary engineers from big tech companies that are coming into Utah because we now offer this remote work experience and getting employed and not working that's not ideal anywhere, he said, but it's really damaging at a medium or a very small tech company. Bell added that it's not accurate to compare these specific employees with lower income people picking up extra retail or night shifts to pay for necessities like food and clothing. He says, this is someone who works for a really, really large tech company. So, you know, they're really well compensated there. He said, adding that the fired engineers were making between 130 and 140. So he started explaining a little bit to clear it up. 
I don't know anybody that's making 150000 at a tech company, me personally. But he says making 130000 and 140000 at Canopy on top of their other full-time jobs. I think it's very, it's pretty clear they were looking for an extra stream of income without really doing much work. Well, I don't know, man. He said, Bell said Canopy discovered the first engineer was secretly working a second full-time job after 200 months of poor, after two and a half months of poor performance, which has been flagged by the engineer's teammates. After repeatedly missing meetings, not completing work, and keeping their camera consistently off, the employee was called into a meeting with human resources to discuss the issues. Bell said soon after the company noticed that the engineer's LinkedIn profiles may change to private, he added, and that he didn't have Canopy listed as their current job. Bell said this prompted Canopy to send an employee verification request to the engineer's former employee, which confirmed that they were still working there. Now that was, I think that was pretty slimy. You know what I'm saying? It's like, okay, if you're going to fire the motherfucker, fire his ass. You know what I'm saying? But this thing is already working there. Y'all want to go and do motherfucking in- inspector gadget and all that. Man, hold on. Let me get this. You want to do some inspector gadget shit. It's kind of like we may have to do. We may have to do a little series about inspector gadget, man. I mean, I, 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 I think that's a, I, I think that's a, I think that's a little bit, you know, you ain't got to do all of that, man. Like you, you being a motherfucking secret squirrel, nigga. You ain't got to be doing all of that. Like, come on, man. I got to holler at Titan for that old Inspector beat that he, that, he, that he tripped up. I don't even know where that is, man. Look at Inspector Gadget, man. This nigga's being in... This nigga... This nigga's trying to be Inspector Gadget. Like, man, get fired, the nigga, man. You ain't got to be doing... <laughs> yeah, you ain't got to be doing all that. You ain't got to be Inspector Gadget. These niggas sent an employment verification request to the engineer's former employer. Y'all lame as hell. The second engineer showed similar red flags before they would even start at the position. That's interesting. Bell said the HR told the person directly that the company was not okay with the dual full-time employment. An employment verification request soon confirmed HR's hunch was correct despite the engineer's initial denial. Both employees fessed up to the rules after they were confronted with proof. Bell said he believed holding two synonymous nine to five positions were different from having a side hustle or moonlighting. I don't know what that means. Adding that many employees at Canopy had multiple passive income streams or passion projects. The CEO himself is a startup angel investor, a gig he took about one hour a month. I, I don't believe that shit. Then he said, that's like getting to the heart of Western capitalism, he, he told Insider. When you're doing that, you're taking your job away from someone else. You're also hurting the people who you're working with because they're responsible for deliverables and they end up working more. I get it from an ethical standpoint, but I don't believe you, white man. I don't believe you. I don't believe you. When he said he's dealing with angel investing, nah, you, you checking your emails doing your angel investing during your fucking canopy work. I don't believe I don't believe that. I, I believe he's I believe it's big Caparera. Big big, big Caparera, nigga. Go gadget go. go. I gotcha. Go gadget go, nigga. Yeah. Go gadget go, nigga. 
<laughs> go, go gadget go, damn it. Yeah, I don't know, man. I don't know. I mean, hey, you know, that that that's gonna be a little character. That's gonna be a little character decision for y'all. But you know, t- politics tech of tangibles, Bagland Podcast. Politics tech and fucking tangibles. What y'all think about this shit in Chicago, the safety act? What y'all think about the safety act in Illinois? What do y'all think about that? Talking about it ain't a purge. All law. crime is legal for the next 24 hours. Is that, that's the concept of the purge, right? That is not the case here in any way, shape, or form. What this law actually does, this is just redressing bail. You are not being given and invited for any free-for-all for crime. Wait a minute, wait a minute. I, I, I got to ask some questions. Where is this? Where is he from? Ola Yimi. I'm not trying to disparage the sister. Really nice looking sister. Ola Yimi O'Loren. Okay, so you know she's not a foundational. She's speaking on Chicago business. Now, is she from Chicago um, by downtown, or is she from Chicago, Chicago? Hold on. No, oh, we need to go back. The purge is a time, a time where they say, this is a free-for-all. All crime is legal for the next 24 hours. Is that, that's the concept of the purge, right? That- See, they get folks like this, and she's kind of bucking her eyes a little bit. She's likening the purge law to the purge. They said social media people are, 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 are likening the purge law to the purge, and they got her out here bucking her eyes. Very nice-looking sister. I don't want to disparage her. She's a public defender with a viral online video. Okay, so if it's viral, you know the race soldiers got behind it. That is not the case here in any way. Shape, oh, she's bucking, she's, she's, she's bucking her eyes. She's bucking her eyes. You are not being given and invited for any free-for-all for crime. If they say you're dangerous, you're accused of these felonies. If you're accused of a violent crime, you're just going to be detained. My name is Olayemi Oluren. You can call me Olay. I am a public defender for the Legal Aid Society in New York. I am a political commentator and what I would just generally like to call a professional loudmouth. Our cash bail system, the way it works is people set bail on you, the court set bail on you, and if you have the money, you get out, you can buy your freedom, and if you don't, you sit in. And it really doesn't have a public safety component. It's often talked about that in the media. People, the minute you talk about cash bail, they go, oh, you want to... Now, wait a minute. She's supposed to be in New York. But the safety act is in Illinois. So what's going on here? You're out regardless of how much you met in danger happens at arraignments. You wouldn't even be punishable by jail time. But because of the bail system, people who... Man, listen, man. Hold on. I see something. House Bill 3653, a number of measures to increase police transparency and accountability. Listen to this. Now, in the safety act, I think it's Big Caparera. But it's talking about reporting deaths in police custody. Requires police to provide a, pre- a predicate offense for resisting arrest. Expands police training. Oh, that don't mean anything. Statewide standards to services for officers to receive regular mental health screenings and assistance. Requires police departments to participate in the FBI's use of force database. Prohibits chokeholds. Imposes upon police a duty to intervene in excessive use of force by another officer. So that's a, that's violating the blue code of silence. That's not going to happen. Enhances whistleblower protections. That's not going to happen. Extends all restrictions of the use of force that apply to law enforcement officers to bounty hunters. Ban the use of certain military equipment to provide guidance on the use of crowd control. Requires the maintenance of police misconduct records or require the use of special prosecutors. Shout out to Fammy the Mammy down in Atlanta. Young thug. All right, requires use of body cameras by 2025. Okay, so you can kill about three, four niggas in the next three years. Anyway, removes the requirement for sworn affidavits for police misconduct complaints, blue code of silence. 
All right, now that goes to detainee, prisoner, and citizens' rights. I'm just going to skip that. Military equipment, tracked armor devices, weaponized aircraft vessels, firearms, and ammunition of 50 caliber or higher, grenade launchers, bayonets. What the hell? Man, listen. Let me tell you, this is all Caparera. This is all... Hold on, let me play the cap, Caparera. And the bomb comes in a little... No, man. No, no, no. Uh, no, I, I'm not believing that. It's all big caparero. Y'all gonna release a whole bunch of this? What you gonna this? What you gonna release? I'm gonna tell you what you gonna release. You gonna you gonna release? This was this was y'all gonna release. You're going to release some shit like this. Hold on. Let me, let me. Who is this dude? Fuck. I can't remember this. I can't. It's always these little new guys. And, I, and I'm not hating on them. I swear I'm not. I'm not hating on these young guys, man. Man, this is a big ass turtle. What the hell? Wildly awesome. Uh, so this guy, look at the range of motion for his. For that is a long neck turtle. This is on on the gram, the reptile zoo. This is a long damn. That's a about a lizard. Long lived lizard neck face. Hold on. What the? Oh lord. That shit look really weird. This, this is this is who they gonna release. This is the kind of music. This is the kind of shit that they gonna uh, release. Hold on, let me see if I can find it. He talking about slime or something. Yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know. I can't find it. These niggas pronounce their shit so crazy. But, yeah, I, I don't know, man. I, I don't know. I, I don't believe anything that that lady, she could be a suspected tether. I'm not really sure. But her, she was bucking her eyes a little bit too much for it at the beginning. It looked like one of them early... One of them early eye bucking things. So, hey, we're going to do this again, y'all, soon. I really appreciate everybody coming by and taking a look. We had a lot of stuff to cover tonight. Um, and you know what? We covered a lot of ground tonight. So, we'll, we'll do something again soon, all right? I appreciate everybody, you know, uh, coming by, listening and everything. I think... I'm going to start uh, announcing more black-owned businesses maybe next time. Um, we didn't really have a lot of time to do it tonight, but let's keep it going. Make sure you like, share, and subscribe.